People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. How the devil are you all? Welcome to the Realm of the Supernatural podcast. I'm Finchie McFinch. And I'm Solway. And today we've got a rampack show. Indeed. Also available on the Paranormal UK radio network. Oh, yes. and many other platforms. Well, if I remember to put it on there. Well, yeah. 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 Spre- they've spread across quite a few at the moment, aren't they? Yes. So what we've got coming up, we've got a two list of stories, one from Megan, one from Theodore. Theodore, we've, this is we've heard Theodore's one, second, second story. one now, yes. Uh, you may remember him from the previous show we did on his account uh, in a hotel. Yeah. In his dirty weekend. Yeah, yeah. And a shadow man appeared. Well, there so, we go. There you go. He's had more happening since. And then uh, I'm going to take you back to... 1903, in a small Iowa town, when a winged creature wreaks havoc amongst the locals. This is the Van Meter Monster. That's well, yeah, you're doing adverts these days with yeah. a voice like that. Yeah. Well, there we so, go. That's coming up. Yep, yeah, uh, we've got a bit of the uh, Bat Beast coming up as well for the uh, Patreon. Patreons. Yep, so, oh yeah, we may as well, should we thank our new Patreon yes. listener this week? We- do uh thank you very much for your support um keep them all coming in any even even just a review a review's brilliant but if you can join the patreon then absolutely perfect and this week it's a big thank you to sarah ainsworth thank you very much uh joining the two dollar tier which is the oh now we remember paranormal uh, investigator is it that one? Like, i think that's the one is it yeah but last, uh, yeah, so she's become a member and she's got additional content for that. And last week's show was an extra 40 minutes long. 40 that's minutes. That's not bad, is it? So not there bad. you go. And uh, oh, that's in addition to other stuff that'll be going up there uh, as and when. Like today, there'll be an yep. extra show going up there. Um, she's also a hospice worker and she told a story about how um, there was taking care of a body of someone who just recently deceased this old man and um, the recline you know the electric recliner yep, yep. Uh, seat um, went up and then down on its own while they was like sort of, and she said it felt like to them that was working there it felt like he was almost testing out his new abilities it, you know All he, right. like he'd moved yeah. he was testing out what he could do you know <laughs> um, but she said you know, loads of stories come out of there like so you know keep listening you might get some stories from her blimey yeah right um, well, I'm just going to have a quick update on Tonya. Oh, yeah. Um, so I mentioned it on the last show, and I think she was on a couple of shows before that. Yeah. Um, now, we've had... We've, we've come to the end now. We've come to the end. Well, we hope we've come to the end anyway. Mm. Um, but I've been speaking to her since, so we uh, was back and forth in messaging, and um, she decided to finally get a, a medium and a priest to come down um, to banish it. You know, get rid of it, move it on. Um, and, well, it's not what she first thought. It was more de- demonic, let's oh, say. Because initially she was she want, she almost wanted to keep it. She thought it was well, quite yeah, friendly. Well, yeah, it's like a friendly giant, yeah. wasn't it? You know, it was a friendly person. Well, well, maybe not by looks, but it was friendly by all counts. And uh, 
now it's uh, yeah, it's it took a turn for the worse. Let's say uh, we will do a, a bit of a longer review on on this later on um, in another show. But yeah, it's it's been moved on now. But main thing, Tonya's safe and it's been moved on. Fantastic. So the priest came in and did his stuff. The priest came in and did his stuff. Okay. Well, there you go. There we go. Happy ending then. Happy ending. For now. Right. For now. Obviously, she's going to keep us posted. So if we hear any updates, uh, then obviously we'll share them with you. Okay, you ready? Yes, let's go for it. So I want to take you back. Way back when. Way okay. back. So this is in the fall of 1903 in a small town in Iowa called Van Meter. There was a spate of sightings of a half man, half beast with huge wings like those of a bat. Ooh. It was said to give a terrible smell and move at speeds no one who saw it could believe. The first person to see it was a guy by the name of U. G. Griffiths. He was walking home late at night and saw the thing springing from rooftop to rooftop. Ooh. Of course, he pulled out his pistol and fired shots at it. He believes he hit it, but it had no effect. The second person to see the creature was Peter Dunn, who was the bank manager. And he was awoken by a bright light that was emanating from outside. He ran outside to see what was going on, believing he was being robbed. Although, when he got outside, he saw a winged creature. And the light that he saw, he reports, was coming from a horn on its head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he he said it was also, this light was scanning the building. It was like moving up and down, like it was searching for something. Yeah. But, anyway, obviously, he was startled by this, and he fired shots at it. Yeah. Again, he believes he hit it, but had no effect. Now, the next morning, he goes and tells the townsfolk what he's seen, right? And at this point, Griffiths comes forward to say that he'd also seen it. And he was able to show or point out where he saw it disappearing too. And yeah. he actually went there and found three-toed footprints. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is the first sort of... Other than eyewitness, this is their sort of evidence of the creature. Yeah. The following night, a guy by the name of O.V. White was awoken by a strange noise that he'd never heard before. And he went to investigate. Perched on top of a telegraph pole, he saw the red eyes of the creature staring back at him. At which point, he fired his shots. Now, this guy was known to be a dead eye. He was, yeah. he was, you know what I mean? He was, he was on the ball. If, he, it, yeah. if he's firing shots or something, he's hitting it. Yeah. Now, again, he believes he struck the beast, but at that point, it jumped down and run away. They said that it moved like a kangaroo. It sort of bounded away. But while the shots were being fired, there was a guy living upstairs by, Sid, uh, by the name of Sidney Gregg, who obviously heard the shots and was able to get to the window in time to see the beast hopping away. Yeah. So that's two people who saw it on the, on the same night. They both report that the creature was about eight feet tall. Didn't turn around and go, my wings are a shield of steel. Well, I mean, maybe the wings were a shield because it, yeah. it didn't have any effect on it whatsoever. But the next morning, a posse was formed. You know, like they did in the old, yeah. good old days. Yeah. You know what I mean, don't get that now. No, right? you don't, don't get no. people knocking your door saying, we're forming a posse. We're going to go after <laughs> some bastard. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't get it, do you? Get on the horses. 
But a posse was formed, and uh, obviously they headed towards the creature's last known location, which is where it was bounded away to, yeah. which happened to be uh, behind an old brickyard. Now, when they got to the brickyard, which was basically on the edge of town, if you like, they couldn't find any trace of it. But during the search, a guy by the name of J.L. Plant Jr. heard what he described as like a roaring noise, okay, coming from an old abandoned coal mine. So he gathered the posse, told them what he did, and they all travelled to the the mine. What, pitchfork and torches? Yep. Well, I've got okay. guns, I suppose, aren't they? <laughs> well, this is a, this. Yeah, well, yeah. This is a quote from the uh, Dos Monies, is it? Daily News, and this is the third of October, nineteen o three. Presently, the noise opened up again, as though Satan and a regiment of imps were coming forth for battle. So this is when they got to the. Um... Let's move to Texas now, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they got to the <laughs> entrance and the mine, this is what they had. They had this, you know, concoffee of noise coming up towards them, and obviously they braced for impact. Okay, the creature emerged, followed by a little a creature. Right. Okay. Obviously, everyone opened fire, at which point it shone in the bright light that was emanating from yeah. its arm before, shone that, shone, shone that at them, and then flew away. The men waited there all night, thinking that the creature would return, if this was its nest. Yeah? yeah. At some point, it's going to come back. So they waited all night, and it was just before dawn when the creature returned. Every man fired every round that they had. But the creature, although hit for definite, yeah. was unaffected. But it did register an unearthly noise, right? And a very foul odour. All right. But it couldn't be brought down. And it descended deeper and deeper into the darkness of the mind. Never to be seen again. What, some more like a screech type thing? Yeah. Yeah, so it might have, they might have injured it, maybe. It, well, it never, it never reappeared. Yeah. So, whether it went down there and died, who knows? But, never to be seen again. Yeah. So this creature, I mean, you can, you can get pictures of it. It's, it looks very much like, um, fat think. Yeah, a, a bat, but it looks like a vulture type. It looks like a massive vulture yeah. with bat wings. Um, obviously, a horn on its head, so it looks fuck all like a vulture, does it? Wow. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's a sort of general sort of description is a vulture with bat wings, horn on its head, and impenetrable to uh, gunfire. It's a bat fink. <laughs> What's that? Bat fink. You What's never that? see bat fink as a kid? Nah. My wings are a shield of steel. Yeah. And it's like he had, he had red, he had, I'm sure he had red eyes, and he could do like a scan. Scan across. Well, you have to search it. Well, that must be based on this then. Possibly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a few people in the UK, but, well, I'll say that if Lee doesn't know about it, you know, he's getting on a bit. What, was it a cartoon? Yeah, it's a cartoon as getting a kid. A yeah. Americans, check out YouTube, type in Bat Fink. That's Bat, Bat Fink. Fink, but it's with an F. F for Freddy. So type in Batfink, and he, uh, yeah, he's, you see all, you, you see, there's uh, the the pod there shooting him, and he, go, my wings are a shield of steel, and he's like going after the criminals and that. Well, so yeah, that's what's uh, shit name Batfink. Batfink, yeah. Mm, I'm gonna Google that in a minute because it will give you a, it'll give you a rough resemblance as to, I mean, it don't have the, um, 
sort of horn her out like that on top of it. He's got his, his ears. He's more like a um, little uh, triangle ears, like a cat type thing. But yeah, uh, yeah, check out Batfink. What do you think it was doing at the bank? What, Batfink? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the bank... It's uh, I don't know, but it's a good it's a good account on all all stages. Mm. Um I wonder what it was doing, I wonder. Anyhow, uh we've got Theodore's yep. story, haven't we now? We've got um, another bat thing coming up, haven't we? But that's going straight into Patreon. That's going on Patreon yeah. later on. That's yeah. the one in England. That's similar that's case. One, yes. It's the one in Kent. Well off Kent. Off Kent. Off Kent. Anyhow, um, yeah, we've got another story, Theodore another account of Theodore here. Um, keep sending them in, Theodore, because we, we love them. Um, so, yeah, a bit of a, an account of his, uh, his scary, scary scary story, mysterious story, let's dream. say. Dream. Strange dream. Yeah. So, here we go. So, I was 28, and I was moving to Australia to study. It was epic. Never been that happy, leaving cold ass Sweden. Move into a place where girl surf sounded like a dream. Mm. So I just landed, took a bus to where I had uh, my dorm room. So it's my first night in Australia. It was late and I wanted to sleep. Went to bed and fell asleep. So I had an epic dream. So much things, but it then took a turn. I was chased by a monster, a minotaur actually, for some reason, and I ran into a desert. I saw this white room in the middle of a desert, and I ran into it. It had a window and a door on one side of it. Anyhow, I came in, and when I entered, I was trapped. I looked at the door and hugged the wall, and it went slowly inside, and I went slowly inside, hunkering down to get in, and I was scared. Then from nowhere, a man dressed in, a wh- in white approached me from the side, and he said, Theodore, you are dreaming. Suddenly I knew I was dreaming, and all fear disappeared. The Minotaur was still there, but just looked gloomed. He was not a threat, he was just a piece of my dream. I told the man thank you, and then he looked at me and said, Theo, I have come to your dream to warn you. If you stay in Australia, you will die. I was baffled. Then we had a long conversation. I asked him, how would I die? I would drown in the flooding. I asked him if I was special that he came to warn me. No, he said. We warn everyone all the time. Some people forget. Some people don't believe it. Some people just think it's a dream. I asked him so much. What will happen if I go back to Sweden? What date would I die then? He answered all of them. Finally, I asked him if I would believe him when I woke up. He said it was up to me. Then I asked if he could give me a sign in real life so I could relate and uh, believe it was real. He explained to me it was very hard to do so, but he would try, and if he succeeded, I would see a sign over Varsity. Varsity, I thought then. What is that? Then we shook hands, and I woke up. The moment where we were done, it it was all fresh in my mind, and I was so puzzled. What the fuck did I just dream? During that day, I was going to buy some things from my dorm, and I stepped out of the university area. One big building across the road, a sign on it said, Veracity. It was a dorm complex uh, as well. 
At this point, I did not know the meaning of that veracity, and frankly, I do not know still to full extent if it's a normal word for a building or a dorm. Perhaps my subconscious saw it when I arrived the previous night, but to my knowledge, I did not know what veracity was. And at that point, I got spooked. I went home three days before uh, that date, even though I was supposed to say much longer. Tricky thing is, he said some things would happen that didn't, but I never asked what year it would happen, only the day date I got. Well, that was it. To be fair, I can't remember all the questions I asked. It was so many. As I'm saying in my mind today, clear on what to ask them and still not not to know if it was in a dream or not. But himself, he felt fully conscious. So, he, st- he still he still don't know if it's, he's, he's stuck in that state now of, was it actually real? Did I ask him questions? Uh, you know, mm. he, he don't know himself. So is he saying that some of the things came true? He's saying some of them, yeah. So, like, like he said, from well, his... although he didn't give him dates for some of the things he told him, he didn't yes. give him dates for, so he don't know if they're still yet to happen. It's kind of like one of them things where it could it's like a time lapse of, of sorts where you don't know, you think it's happened, but you you've, your mind's gone blank. It's like that abduction case where we had where we had that time lapse of an hour. He's had similar to that, but he's got. Now, frankly, half a memory gone, but it's similar to a dream as well. Mm. But it's it's hard it's hard to tell because there's well, so many different factors that are are and against it. I mean, I don't really dream much, but there must no. be people out there that have had dreams. I mean, that's a really weird dream to have someone that you meet in your dream tells yeah. you all this stuff. Um, I've never had one like that. No, I've not not, not one but like I that. I wonder if there's people out there. If anyone's listening, that's had a dream. Uh, which is you know vaguely similar or, yeah. or you know even a, even a better one, uh, then obviously by all means let us know. Just uh, and anything that's happened in that dream that's come true. Yeah, even, yeah. Well, that's even better. Then, yeah. yeah. So that's um, supernaturalpod at gmail dot com or just come across the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, group. On the hangout. Yeah. Or page. Whichever. Page. Messages on either. Either or. Yeah. Drop it on there. Okay, so I think I mentioned that I was going to do this story. Um, on a previous show, we never got round to doing it. Yeah. Uh, so this is the story by Megan or Megan. Meg Megan Creasel, I think we're gonna. I think Megan Creasel. Yeah. Creasel. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Megan. You know. Okay, so she was listening to an episode that we did on planes, yep. ghost planes, and uh, it reminded her of something that happened to her. So she sent a story, in, and it goes like this. Our local Air National Guard Museum has several events each year where they display retired aircraft. The first time we took our daughter, she was quite young. She was finally steadily walking and was starting to talk. She was very intrigued by an old Vietnam-era aeroplane. We learned through talking to the museum volunteer that the plane had seen some heavy action. Our daughter wanted to investigate every area of the plane, and we happily obliged, following her around and checking things out. After we'd been in the plane for several minutes, she started to whimper and cry a little and wanted to be picked up. She kept saying, Don't like that man. Don't like that guy. And pointing 
to an area of the plain, where no one was standing. She was pointing at nothing. We left that plain and visited the rest of the plains that they had on display. On our way out of the event we walked past the plane again and she said I don't like that guy. Later that evening our daughter developed a fever which came on quickly and climbed to just over 105 degrees Fahrenheit resulting in a seizure. This high fever went on for 10 days and we were up every 3 hours alternating fever reduction medication to keep her temperature down. During this time with her medication her temperature never got below 102 degrees Fahrenheit. She was tested for bacterial and viral infection. They were all negative and we were told whatever we were dealing with might just need to run its course. Toward the end of this 10 day period I spoke with a friend that is an intuitive healer and told her what was going on. She intuitively checked on what was going on with her daughter's energy and told us that she believed what was happening was the ghost of a soldier that was killed on the plane had attached herself, his self, to our daughter. The ghost appeared to be burned. She helped the man cross over and our daughter started getting better almost immediately. Was this just a coincidence? Maybe. But I did not give my friend any details leading up to my daughter's illness, other than we'd been to the air museum. She correctly identified the plane that our daughter was interested in as a Vietnam era plane that had seen action and said that's where the issue started. I'm convinced the ghost of the soldier was looking for help and when he realised our daughter could see him, he attached to her. We've had no more mystery illnesses and our daughter who is nearly 11 does not have any recollection of this event. Ooh. Yeah. So what do you make of that? Well, we've heard a similar case uh, a few, I think we're going that now probably two, three months back um, for the soldier in the in a house. I can't remember if we mentioned that story, actually. Um, of seeing, seeing an old past soldier and they actually picked up their sickness from it. From seeing it, no one else could see it, you know, only this, uh, it was a young man actually, he was about in his 16, 16, 17, 18 sort of age, um, and he picked up the same sickness of what he had when he was in the trenches. Oh yeah. Um, so I could, I could relate to that as such as to picking up an, an illness as such from it. Yeah. Fever, you know, you, when, yeah, you, yeah. when you're passionate about something, you do get hot and bothered about, you know. Well, I asked if, um, you know, obviously she, she talked to the museum people about the plane. I asked if it had been shot down. She said no. And I think this gives you a little bit more credence as to what's going on because yep. she said that the plane wasn't shot down. Uh, when he said he'd seen heavy action, it was a bigger plane that was used to transport and cargo. And if I remember correctly, uh, it had been used to transport injured soldiers. Okay, so which could right. explain the, yeah. the burned soldier yeah. that would be with the plane. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, that little piece of information makes it much more, more intriguing. It does. does so, well, thank you very much, Megan, for that story. Yes. Um, glad to let your daughter pull through and everything, so that's always good. Now, we've had... Uh, keep sending your stories. Yeah, keep sending them in. Um, also, anything that you you see that 
uh, you quite like the look of if you've got a link to it, stick it in a hangout as well. Yeah, with, uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Done we've there. had quite. To be fair, over the past two three weeks, we've had a, a new flux of people come in to the group. Yeah, um, and we've had a lot more interaction. Let's say in the group of uh, posts going up. Um, some of them, uh, one from uh, Sophie, the mystery uh, as a huge skeleton washed up on a beach. As locals says, it's a Loch Ness monster. Yeah, um, no, washed washed up in Scotland. I yeah. think it is a whale, though. You reckon it's a yeah. whale? Um, another one from uh, Chris as well. Uh, I know she likes uh, a, a, as much as maybe UFO uh, news um, on this one. The massive alien mothership. Or creatures recorded whilst harvesting the sun's energy. Mm. Uh, that's a, that's quite a good one. But recently posted one. I think it was earlier on today, actually. Um, I've seen this video many a times of the. It's like uh, a ball of energy passing the train lines. Now, I've I've looked at it several times, and I don't know what to make make of it because it you you see the interaction of the. It's like, I don't know, static or the electricity around it being attracting to the lines. Yeah. It's like one of them, uh, you know, them mystery globes where you put your hand on it and it draws the energy to your hand. Um, it's like one of them, but I don't know what to make of that one. I don't know. It's, it's quite bright as well. But to, to create that interaction, I don't know. It seems... <laughs> I, 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 mean, I don't want to draw it as a drone, but it could, I mean, it could looks, well be. To all intents and purposes, it looks like ball lightning. It does, yeah. It um, does. But it's yeah. I, I don't know. know where that is as well. I don't. It's not. It's not in the UK. I, that think, I don't uh, think. I mean, a lot of people report seeing these in forests and woods and around, and especially places. Yeah, in where the woods. Yeah, people see Bigfoot. Different colours as well. Um, not just. You know. Yeah, I mean, obviously at Rendlesham, the one appeared like that. Yeah, and it was red at the time, and they said that it looked like it was dropping molten metal as it was moving along. All right. Obviously, things dripping off it, so it's not you know, not too dissimilar from that. Obviously, the colour's different. That's blue. The one that they saw was red. But so we've got we've got coming up uh, later on on the uh, just after this, we've got the Patreon episode that's going. Uh, well, it, it carries on from this, doesn't it? As yeah. such, I'm uh, just going to give you listeners a, a brief uh, brief intro to uh, next week's episode. I've got planned. It's uh, I'm, I'm calling it the Congo. Congo Magic, I'm going to call it. Oh yeah. So uh, take from that what you what you will, but uh, Congo Magic, um, and it's it's a mixture of uh, Congo uh, mythical creatures, monsters, and uh, I'm going to go into a bit of the the magic side of it as well uh, with a mangaka um, and a few other mysterious icons. So uh, that's what's lined up for uh, episode next week. Mm. Um, I think you've got one planned, psychic. Aren't you? The psychic, yeah. Um, we've got two psychic sort of episodes coming up because I've got one with Dan's coming back to tell us some stuff as well Dan yeah our friend Dan from uh, This Week in History always makes me sad that podcast just goes over some topics it really gets to me Um, but yeah we've got oh talking of uh, psychics talking of psychics maybe you'll do a bit more of an upbeat um, an upbeat yeah like an actual because like not everything in history is dire news is it no not necessarily you know, some things in history were good weren't they yeah yeah so definitely. maybe you'll do an episode on something that was actually good talking of psychic so you went yeah. to one the other week didn't you yeah how did you get on with that uh it was uh fucking hilarious yeah yeah <laughs> all right yeah. um I, 
so obviously before I went, if you asked me out of ten, where was where do I you know stand on psychics, um, especially those ones, the performing ones, yeah. um, like your Derek Coras and all that. Well, not anymore. No, sod. I would say um, I'd say I was probably about three, three, okay, or maybe two, yeah. yeah. So that's where I was. Um, after seeing him, I'm about um, three. <laughs> still, still. No, I'm about I'm three a, and a half. No, maybe I'm a bit, a little bit fair, but maybe I'm about four or five. Well, not yeah. massive. Maybe jump, fifty-fifty then, but, yeah. is about right because certain offence is about you, isn't it? Yeah, because <laughs> there was um, a lot of things. I mean, some. I mean, it was fantastic. The show, the spectacle, yeah, is, yeah. is brilliant. And obviously, everybody in the room, most people that have gone to these psychic events, haven't gone like me just to just to uh, watch it for ent- entertainment purposes. Yeah, most people that have gone there uh, looking to communicate with the other side because they've lost someone or whatever, so they're expecting a message, wanting a message. But what was interesting is, obviously, I went with Andy, and Andy got a message through, um, and it sounded—it was so accurate. It was unbelievable. Um, well, I thought at the time it was sounded out so accurate. So he starts off, and he, the thing is, he runs around the stage, and he rolls back and forwards, and he goes, shuffles over there, and he goes, hmm, then shuffles over there, hmm. All right. And he's looking around the room, you know what I mean? And then he goes, you, in the black cardigan, my love, my darling, oh, you got oh, you got a, a, a spirit coming through here. And But the only thing he got wrong, which was quite funny, there was a woman that was about 70-odd. Right. It's got to be in a, got to be in a early 70s. Yeah. Um... She's all dressed there and she's got a nice frock on and her hair's done and everything. She, you know, and he went, I've got someone going through to you. It's attached to you. And am I right in thinking that your mother's in spirit? And she went, what? And he went, am I right in thinking your mother's in spirit? Which is, you know, she's 70 year old. Yeah. And she went, no, she's in the care home down the road. That's <laughs> like, that's fucking unlucky that, isn't it? <laughs> and, he, and then he just said, well, maybe it's someone that your mother knew. You yeah. know what I mean? Got, uh, out, got yeah. out of it that way. And she said, yeah, actually, my mother's mate died recently. And he said, no. But what was what was really good was the the accuracy of names that he pulled out of the hat. If he, if he's just pulling names out of the hat. Yeah. Because he'd say to this, this one woman, he said, I'm getting someone here that died and something to do with the heart. And, you know, it's right. like, well, that's a bit, yeah, yeah, a bit vague. And she's going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going, am I, I, I right in thinking that it's, because uh, obviously she's not there with her husband, right? Yeah. So he said, am I right in thinking that it might be your partner? She goes, oh, fucking hell, how do you know? And then he says, and then he says, uh, and then he went, but then he goes, was he, I'm getting the name Peter. And she goes, that's his fucking name. And then, but, oh, yeah. But it's like. Or so, she's got a bracelet on that says, but I love yeah, Peter. Well, yeah, well, yeah. But the thing is. Um, the the accuracy on names was quite. quite yeah, I would say there. out of the names that he called out, he probably got ninety percent bang on. That's, that's, yeah. So without any prior knowledge, pr- presumably, yeah, that I think is quite high. Now, is he tapping into something that's in the room? This is. Is the he thing, tapping yeah. into so? Is he tapping into your consciousness? Because your memories, your thoughts, yeah. that reside outside yeah. your body in like a in like a bubble. Say, yeah. Is he able to tap into that? Do people have the ability to, um, you know, tap into that? And is he is he better at tapping into it than we are? And that's where the names come from. So he gets the general information coming through, and then as he hones in on that person, that's where he starts getting the names. Um, so there was that. There was. Um, one thing he called out, he said, oh, I've got a cross-dresser here. 
And obviously in Grimsby, you know what I mean? <laughs> so he went, I've got a cross-dresser here. And everyone, oh, for fuck's sake. And everyone just turned around it. And, was like, <laughs> and just went to the bar and got a drink and that. And he went, who's going to claim this cross-dresser? Like, nobody, was gonna, <laughs> nobody in that room was going to put their hand up. I can assure you of that. So that, so he got that wrong. And then um, the only other thing he got wrong, we got right, but he got wrong, was um, um, this where he talked about this guy had fell through the roof and his legs were dangling down. Oh, like yeah. He fell through a loft and his legs were dangling through the ceiling. Yeah. And um, he's going, you know, I've got this and I think he's going to give it a name for it, Joseph, whatever. And then this this woman he started crying and that, and he went, is it you, my dear? Is it you? Is it you? Do you know this person that's dangling through the roof like, you know, Frank Spencer? He's having a good old laugh about it. And she said, yeah, yeah, that was my brother. And he went, what's he doing dangling through the roof? What happened there? She said, oh, no, he didn't dangle through the roof. He fell off the roof and died. And I thought, well, that's not really what he was saying. But she was so eager to get the message that um, she just went with it. Yeah. And then because he went, well, what he what he must be showing us now is um, that, you're, um, that he's ha- in a happy place. Yeah. You know, he's, he's happy about the situation kind of thing. And he just sort of got out of it that way. Um, but obviously, Andy, so... He goes around the tables, and I, I, I don't know, there's a few hundred people there, so eventually he got round to our table. He's on for two hours, yeah, for a ten-minute break. So he gets round to our table, and he says, right, I've got a message coming through. So some, it's a lady who's recently passed, and she's got a pain in the leg, pain in the leg, and Andy's going, oh, I don't know, I'm good pain in the leg. And he's going, pain in the leg, pain in the leg. Oh, she had heart, heart trouble, heart trouble. And he went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So, so he went, Am I right in thinking that you two are brothers? Andy's brothers sat there and look identical. Oh, well, yeah. Am I right in thinking you were two brothers? And Andy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went, oh, fucking hell, I didn't know that. <laughs> so, and then he's going, right, this person that's coming through, she had the, um, she's showing me a big family, big family. And obviously we're all sat on the table. There's a fucking big, a big, big family. Yeah, big, yeah. We've got, we're the biggest table in there, all pushed <laughs> together, you know what I mean? So he's going, she's showing me a big family. Did she have um, seven children? Seven children. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, 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 Seven children and sixteen grandchildren. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and this this heart heart situation is that what she, is that what she died from? Is that she, she's telling me? She, and he went, well, sepsis, sepsis, sepsis. Could be the heart. Could be the heart. Could be that. And um, the guy. And then he goes on and on. And he starts telling all these things. And he's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, eventually he says, um, right. She just wants you to know she's happy and she's in a better place and she wants you to um, not worry about her anymore. And uh, that's my, you know, God bless to you. And then he moves oh. on to the ne- next person, right? He could say that to anyone, though. But the thing is, I turned around to Andy and I said, fucking hell, that was a bit good, wasn't it? He, every every point. Did she have seven? No, she didn't have seven kids. She had five oh, kids, right? No. I went, five kids. I said, what's this pain in the leg? Don't know anything about pain. Did she have that? No, no, sepsis. Okay. I said, well, what about 16 grandchildren? No, she's got six. <laughs> I said, right. But he was going, it, but, He's going along yeah, with it. Because he's so eager to get a message through. Right from this dead relative, that yeah. um, you don't want to stop the story. You don't want to stop the flow. If he starts saying to this psychic, "No, that's not right. That's not right," might move he, on. he might move on, yeah. or he might, um, you know, the the, the the flow might stop. Yeah, because they're not going to carry on when they hit a dead. When he starts saying wall. no, no, yeah, they're not. They're not going to try and. Cause it... There was one person in there who didn't give anything away, which I thought was really good. Yeah, and she he started on air and he said, "I've got a man here." Um, oh, there was, there was these two blokes in the front, right? That was quite good. He said, I've got a story for you. These two blokes look like right said Fred. You know right, what I mean? yeah, yeah. He was obviously, uh, yeah. uh, obviously gay. And um, he went, am I right in thinking you two are partners? And I went, oh, fucking hell, did you know that? You know what I mean? I thought, well, one of them was in a pink shirt. Oh, both, both holding on the dance, No, brother. just no. sat in front of each other. But 
but there was bits like that where it kept coming back to this. Um, it kept coming back asking people if there was partners all the time, uh, same sex, right? Okay, Are partners. And I just thought that's a bit weird to keep keep doing that. I mean, obviously, you've got a room of two hundred people. There's going to be a couple, yeah, people in there that uh, same sex relationships. But it was like um, any opportunity you got, you know, it's two people, two. Women sat next to each other straight away. I apologize. So it was like, what prioritized over it? Yeah. So as soon as he got the obviously, scent, if there's you know, two like women, the, if there's two women sat together them. or two blokes sat together, then he's he's jumping on that because if they are, then it then it's almost like how the hell did you know that? You know what I mean? Cause yeah. Because that's, that's so he's looking for so it's yeah. unusual. You know yeah. what I mean? To to have that. Um, so obviously most people in there were sort of heterosexual. The more confirmation so. he can get, yeah, and it, it, the more... to the rest of the room, that yeah. sounds like how oh, the fuck didn't you know yeah. that? And uh, but to be honest with you, is he tapping into something that was in there? Which yeah, I think it is, and I think from three to five is about right. I think I've gone to about fifty-fifty on it. Yeah, because the names, the names, you know, I can't, I can't really stress that enough how accurate he was with those names. There was probably ninety percent, and there was even one woman where he said, "My darling," he said. He said, "Oh, my darling," he said, "I've got I've got the name coming through here, and and, and, and let, bear with me, bear with me. Keep, yeah, that's right." Well, oh, she's yeah. going, Paul. Yeah, Paul! no, no, she just sat there and she went. <laughs> she just said, said, "Keep going." Like that, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, "I've got a man here who died. Um, uh, something wrong with his heart. He, did he? I think it was an impact or something." And she went, "Keep going." And he went, "Keep going, keep going." And he and he went, "You're not going to give anything away." Are you? And she went, "No." <laughs> and she just sat there. And then he went, "I've got a name uh, of um, Jack. 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 Does that mean anything to you?" And she's going, mm. "And she said, he said his name was John, but he was known as Jack." Right. And she went, okay, now like that, you know what I mean? She yeah. went, I buried him. What was his funeral yesterday? Mm. You know what I mean? See, I, I, I'm a bit sceptic. That w- could have been in the paper, couldn't it? This is a thing. Yeah. But um, but he picked her out, out of all them people in the room, to say that it was her that was with the Jack. So that, I mean, obviously, yeah, he could have got them names for the paper. If he'd come up on stage and said, I've got someone here called Jack. What, and is she with her family and everything? She was just with a group of friends. Mm. But if you come, if he come in the room and said, I've got a, fr- I've got a person here by the name of Jack that used to be known as John, whatever, then, then someone put their hand up, then yeah. Yeah. But, but he actually singled her out, then he told her the name. See, I've, I've, I've seen a few before and I've been to one and you get to fill out like a little information. No, card. no, there's none of that shit. Yeah. And yeah. some of them, you know, you put your name on it, blah, 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 where you're from. Um, and I, I was thinking, oh, why, well, you know, why, why should you do this? Anyhow, it's been, it's been known for a, a lot of mediums to do this. Mm. Um, and that's where they get half their information from, you know, I mean, you could go onto Facebook nowadays, you type someone's name in, you can list up some people, cause you just, not all people have their accounts on like a private sense. You can't view the stories or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. like that. And, um, a lot, I've, I've seen a few of them, you know, and they're going through and I'm thinking, you know, and I've seen it on TV. So I thought, I'll tell you what, right. I'll type, I'll type my name in on Facebook and see what I can see. And there you go. You can get to see their list story from, I don't know, what, yeah, 2005 yeah. or whatever it is, something like that. Well, there was, cover, there was a, a few sort of double-edged um, statements that were out there. You know, like where he says, um, uh, are you... Um... So he's been talking to someone and he said, right, I'm, I'm getting the information's coming through here. And he's telling me that you're you're a bit of an extra extrovert. Um uh, you know, you like to be the centre of the station, blah blah blah, and then, uh, but sometimes you can be really inverted and 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 keep yourself away from people. Is that you know what I mean? It's like, well, that's everybody, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. know, and the things like that, and you, you say like, oh, you know, um, sometimes you want to be 
um, you want to go to all these parties and, and things like that. And other times you just want to be left alone. And I'm getting that sort of feeling from you. Is that, does that ring any bells? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, well, you know, it's other stuff like you'd say, like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a, a, a book. I'm getting a book. Do you like to read? Is I mean, you some, is it, is it something that you think you should do more of? That kind of thing. Yeah. And she'd say, oh yeah, I'd be thinking about reading. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so either she reads a lot and it, then she could still read more or she don't read and she could read more. So it's like one of them where it's like an open-ended statement where it, everybody in the room would have said yes to it. Well, we'll get to know we've got a psychic on coming on soon anyway. So. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I've just got a uh, a bit of a uh, topic just to cover as we go on to it. And um, it's the top 20 things children want to know about in- that include the Loch Ness Monster and aliens. So I've done a bit of a study on this. Um, and the existence of a Loch Ness monster, ghosts and aliens are the real mysteries the nation's children would love to have answered. Mm. A poll uh, of a thousand primary school-aged children revealed ghosts are the number one curiosity with 32% of youngsters wanting to know whether they exist. So, just before I go into detail on this, with... With having children, you, you've got you. I mean, your your last she's had experience. I mean, when when she says that she wants to, um, what was it? You you miss. She was, you was having ribs one night, mm. and one of them says, uh, I can't remember. What, I can't remember what it was exactly. But one of them says, Oh, what are you eating? One says ribs, and one of them says, um, I'm eating meat of humans or something. I think yeah. it was. Um, you often wonder what goes through their heads as, yeah. as young kids. I mean, because when I think back, I can only think back to a certain age, and you you can't remember. Um, yeah. I want questioning, you know, at, say, what, primary school. So you're sort of talking between the ages, what's that, five and uh, ten, is it? Yeah. Somewhere around there, isn't it? So between the ages five and ten, I can remember a few things, but I can never think of questioning myself on ghosts or too much into yeah. detail. So you often wonder what goes through the head. Dinosaurs, probably. Dinosaurs, yes. Yeah. I can understand dinosaurs because yeah, yeah. it's sort of that topic yeah. that they have as toys and things like that. And well, for me, it was Jurassic Park was on film as well. Um, so, 3 in 10 want an answer on the existence of extraterrestrial life forms and 23% need to know whether Nessie is more than a myth. It also emerged children want to know why animals don't speak the same language as humans. Uh, who named the dinosaurs, and why you can't see God when you're in space. Whether fish sleep, what stars are made of, and who invented money are also questions children want answered. Uh, While others are baffled about the existence of elves, unicorns, mermaids, and yetis. The study also found more than a quarter of children believe a Loch Ness monster is real, with 17% of children convinced they have seen a ghost. That's yeah. quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, cause, I mean, w- when we talk to most people on the show, they're generally, to be fair, generally over 25, really. Mm. So we haven't, we haven't really hit on the, you know, no. the, the younger, so even teens are out like that. We haven't mentioned to them, but we don't get much feedback from that sort of age group anyway. Um, but it's interesting to hear that, what's that, one in uh, 17, so near enough one in five uh, of children you know, are convinced they've seen a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. But kids seem to have the ability to see ghosts. Well, maybe. They're sort of grow out of it by the yeah. age of sort of five. 
A spokesman for the television channel History, which conducted the study ahead of the launch of the all-new mystery season on, Mon- on, on Jan- Monday, Monday the 6th of January, said, There are so many mysteries that people, young and old, uh, don't know the answer to. Hmm. Children in particular are so incredibly inquisitive, asking their parents far-reaching topics from historical to the supernatural. Kids always look up to their parents as the fonts of all knowledge, with so many questions, but mums and dads can't know everything. Well, we do. (laughs) And we'll often look to documentaries, well, yeah, documentaries or the internet for help to quench their kids' thirst for knowledge. The study also found mysteries from the topics of science, maths, and history are of those that mums and dads struggle to answer most, according to the thousand parents who yeah, also not, took part in a survey. Because as human beings, we're not supposed to know all that. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? We're not supposed to know much. Saying that, though, it's, it's like, te- this goes along with technology. Back from when did maths back in 90s, 80s, 70s, it's a lot different to mm. today. A lot different. Yeah, but the th- I wonder why people struggle with it, and it's, it's because... In evolutionary terms, you don't need to know it. You, all you're supposed to do, all we're supposed to do on this planet is procreate. So, Pass your genes on yeah. and die. That's it. So some of the questions, is the tooth fairy or Santa real? So you can understand yeah. you can understand that. Well, I think a lot of this is coming from YouTube because the girls, they'll watch stuff on YouTube um, yeah. and it's like um, Bigfoot. I was watching an episode the other day of this, these two kids and they had like... Um, the Bigfoot was coming to their house. Yeah. And then another episode, it was like, um, there was a Shadow Man. Boogie Man for and, me. Yeah, yeah and, you know. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so obviously, they're, getting, they're, getting, they're watching YouTube, aren't they? Most kids now, watch, especially that age, they all watch YouTube and they're seeing these things and then they're, they're obviously saying, well, is that real? You know what I mean? Well, this, this is interesting. More than six in ten parents think their children get their questions purely from their own active imagination. No. No, I, I, I don't believe it. But And more than half also think bouncing conversations around with their friends generates the far-reaching thoughts. Mm. YouTube and Twitter. Well. All day long. Two-thirds of parents find Googling the answer to children's complicated questions helpful, with half admitted to lying to their children when it comes to their trickier or more awkward queries. Well, most will lie, won't they? Well, they will. Yeah. And as yeah. the subject of fake news continues to dominate the headlines, more than three in four parents worry their children might Google the questions but find the wrong information. Half of parents also found themselves red-faced when their children have asked them questions at an inappropriate time. The study has also revealed how the active imaginations of children affect what they see in real life. Uh, Of the youngsters surveyed, 44% correctly identified Stonehenge as an ancient monument, but uh, 1 in 20 thought it was an old alien landing pad. (laughs) Well... And uh, one in also, also one in <laughs> one in fourteen believe it's the remains of a very old house. Yeah. And while seventy, uh, while fifty seven percent of children knew the pyramids in Egypt are a pharaoh's ancient tomb, one in ten think it's an Egyptian house, and five percent believe they're a portal to another world. What's that? The pyramid. Yeah, the pyramids. Yeah, the they're yeah. not a tomb, are they? Well, <laughs> but they're not. There's no. never been any. Remains found. Remains found, so, yeah. So they're not. Not remains, but objects. We don't know what they are. We still don't know what they are. We don't know who built them. We don't know what they are. Interestingly, a third of those polled via one poll said they thought the internet has always existed. Mm. I'm not well, too... Well, you would do, wouldn't you? 
Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they would, to, yeah. you know, being brought it's into like, it. You know, people probably think now that CDs have always, always existed. DVDs, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? We used to have them poxy fucking cassettes, didn't we? That you just put in and then like, yeah. you'd be listening boogie in your way to... I don't know, fucking T Rex or something, and then it just split, wouldn't it? <laughs> and it'd go, yeah. <laughs> and then in children's eyes, Mum came out on top when it came to the most intelligent person they know. With Come dad's on. dad's coming in a close second, well, close second, well ahead of their teachers. Yeah, well, that's that's true. Teachers, <laughs> teachers don't know shit. Do they? Some young respondents claimed they were they were most intelligent person they know with even some starting the virtual assistant alexa was a brain box of the else now alexa's a different topic because they they listen to everything alexa's yeah Anyhow. but i guess if you've got a question now it's just a case of um whatever then it's alexa what is the capital of sweden or whatever isn't it so from investigations into the life's biggest mysteries explored incredible insight into ancient aliens as far back as 75 million years and more many more fascinating unexplained questions these shows can help shed a light maybe on some of the biggest head scratchers so here we go we've got a list here of 20 i'm just going to go through these the top 20 things children would like to know so these are questions that have been put to them and this what is this is any order or i'll I'll, I'll start from 20 and i'll work it down so um up yeah down Uh, so at number 20 how do planes stay in the air how do planes stay in the air 19 alexa (laughs) yeah 19 who invented money 18. Some twat. What does the tooth fairy do with the teeth? What does it do with teeth? 17. Mine was saying the other day that it builds a castle out of them. I've heard that one before, though. I have heard that one before. I think it's weird that the fairy would take your teeth. 17. Ah, yet it's real. 16. How do fish sleep? That yeti thing's from Goosebumps as well. All right. Yeah, you know the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a yeti in there, isn't there? Uh, 15. Bonneville Snowman. Why is the sky blue? 14. Why is the sky blue? Uh, what are stars made of? 13. Do mermaids exist? Nope. 12. <laughs> what time does Santa deliver presents to my house? 11. Do elves exist? Mm, yep. 10. Do unicorns exist? Nope. 9. Where do people go when they die? Nowhere. 8. Where do babies come from? Fannies. 7. <laughs> Do UFOs exist? Yes. Six. Do fairies exist? Yes. Well, you would say that. Five. Does a foof uh, t- fairy? No. Two fairy exist? No. Number four. Is the Loch Ness monster real? No. Not three. Anymore. Is it? Well, three. Is the is Santa Claus real? No. Two. Do aliens exist? Yes. One. Do ghosts exist? Mm, You're on a fence still yeah. with that one. Uh, now exist exist mm. yeah now I'm just going to do a rundown of the top que- uh, top 20 questions parents get asked by the children <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah 20 why do onions make your eyes water why do they make your eyes water I'm not sure about that 19 what are stars made of 18 do mermaids exist 17 if no. you swallow a seed does it grow inside you it does <laughs> you got to be careful with that, because if it ends up in your lung, you're in trouble. 16. Why is the moon sometimes out in the day? Good question. Why is the moon out in the day? 15. Do dinosaurs still exist? Yep. I'd go, with, yeah, I'd go with yeah on that. yes on that. In the Congo. Uh, 14. Where do clouds come from? And chickens. 
<laughs> 13, why is the sky blue? 12, do elves exist? 11, yeah. do unicorns exist? No. 10, is a Loch Ness monster real? No. 9, what time does Santa deliver presents Never. to the house? 8, do fairies exist? 7, yes. does a two fairy, what does two fairy do with a teeth? Who 7, knows? where do people go when I die? Nowhere. 5, why do you, as a parent, have to work? Four. Good question. Does a two fairy exist? Three. Does a ghost? Do do ghosts exist? Two. Is Santa Claus real? And no. one. Where do babies come from? Fanny still. There we go. <sighs> so it's it's a children's mind. But what gets me is is uh, that one... the thing is, I mean, a lot of those questions, uh, um, I can imagine that a lot of them will get shut down anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's down. It, a lot of the questions will be, a lot of the answers will come down to what the parents have been told believe, themselves, yeah. what they believe. And that's the problem with teachers, and that's the problem yeah. with teachers because teachers can only go by what they've been told, exactly. what they've read, what they've, you know, not necessarily what they've experienced. Now that also, not that I'm a believer of it, but down to the flat Earth. So the flat Earth have always always said that the teachers are teaching things wrong, which I believe in that. Mm. I'm not necessarily saying it's based on the globe aspect, yeah. but the teachers are teaching things wrong, and that's only down to so many uh, decades before of the original teachings being wrong in the first place. Yeah, um, but I do, I do firmly believe you know like that, relativity and yeah, shit like we're, that. We're, tell, we're telling we're telling theory a lot of I mean? yeah, yeah a lot of crap should I say. Um, but the ghost, the ghost, you know, the one in uh, one in five have seen a ghost between the ages of five and ten, let's say. Yeah, I can believe that. I can believe it. Mm. You know, um, I mean, we'll have a look into that because you don't you don't hear of those stories, and we'll we'll have a look, research into it and see if we can find any of that for a future episode. Kids seeing ghosts, yeah. Not mine seeing, seeing yeah. a couple of shadow men. Yeah, yeah. But hey, what can you do? There we go. So. Uh, Yes, that is uh, well. That's the end of today's episode. Uh, we're now keep keep an eye out uh, for the Patreon. We we post links regularly on uh, Hangout as well. If you do want to join uh, Patreon, it's only two. It's what from only two dollars a month. Yeah, we um, should do like um, that. Reminded me, we, like a family fortune is that? Yeah, you know what I mean, we should probably get our survey yeah, says we should probably do do like. Um, like a live episode where we do a family fortunes. We'll have a look into that. Definitely, yeah, get yeah. two people on and um, like they can compete. Yeah, but a lot of it paranormal based. Paranormal based. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So look for forward a, to that. Yeah, for a future. Uh, we'll have to save a hundred people, right? Yeah, well, we can put that out there, can't mm, we? Definitely. Definitely. Um, that being said, it's uh, rolling onto a Patreon episode now. If uh, oh, you yeah. guys want to hear about the uh, Bat Beast of Kent, then uh, be sure to uh, keep on to the Patreon. Yep. Plus, you've got two um, extended epi- extended episodes on there from the previous two episodes. You've probably got an extra well over an hour's content. Yeah. So that being said, it's bye from me. Yep, and uh, bye from me. Have a great week. Um, Spring is on its way. And thank you for the Americans for passing on uh, Storm Dennis onto us now. Oh, another Storm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've had, is it, is it Sierra? I don't know how to pronounce that one. Uh, Kira. Sierra. One Kira, of the two in it. Kira. I don't know. Yeah. So we've had, we've had the Kira from, from over in America. Now they've followed with Dennis. Dennis. Where do they get these names from? You have to That's, do a mouth better. I know we have to do our, who, who makes these names? That's another Just question. We need a name we do. Yeah. There we go. Dennis. Dennis. What's yeah. next? Edna? Probably, yeah. Yeah. 
Do they have to, I think they have to do a one every time that they've never had before, I think, haven't they? Uh, well, yeah, maybe. Why do they keep a log of them? Why do we start keeping a log of storms? Weird, isn't it? I don't know. Mm. Who there cares? we go. There we go. Anyway, Patreon. So, uh, yeah, have a great week, and we will see you on the other side. Bye for now. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. Mm-hmm.